The NFL season is rapidly bearing down upon us, and with it comes many questions. Who will have a breakout year and surprise everyone? What team will fall flat on their faces and embarrass themselves? Will Tom Brady realize no one wants to buy his TB12 protein shakes? And why is this intro so long? We here at Thick Man Inc. are here to answer these questions and more with our NFL record predictions. And today, we'll be looking at the NFC East. And starting us off, last year's division winner was the Eagles with a record of 9-7. Boy, isn't the NFC great? Or a team like the Eagles can win their division with a sorry record. And the Eagles will be staying sorry. They will yet again be 9-7. and seven. The team has gotten better. But out of their division, the schedule looks rough. They've got to face teams like the Ravens, Packers, Saints, Steelers, and Seahawks. Paired with the Cowboys looming and the rise of Dak Prescott. And it doesn't look good for our feathered friends. A 5-1 and one division record will save them from complete mediocrity. But the Eagles will yet again be 9-7. and seven. But this time, we'll miss the playoffs well Isaiah's wrong I think the Eagles are going to be much better than a nine and seven record and they will be making the playoffs last year and I think that just because of what they did last year at the end of the season with basically zero wide receivers their entire secondary on IR and Carson Wentz led them down the field and took down the Cowboys who had a much better roster much better receiving core much better offense much better defense and a much worse coach and the Eagles still won the game. They added Jalen Rager. Hopefully Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, when healthy, are very good. Their D-line got better with the addition of Jason Hargrave. And they also added an elite corner in Darius Slay, which they haven't had in basically forever. The Eagles, now, I said hopefully Alshon Jeffrey stays healthy so if they struggle with health again I could definitely see their record slipping being much more what Isaiah is predicting with a nine and seven record but as of right now with the way their roster stands with how I feel about Carson Wentz and their offense I have the Eagles going 11 and five this year well you can feel what you want about Carson ends but this is a fact teams which get hurt one year tend to get hurt again in the future Like, there are teams which always seem to be hurt, like the Atlanta Falcons, and I think the Eagles may be trending that way. I budgeted in injuries in my predictions in my 9-7 record. If they stay healthy, they'll undoubtedly be a better team, but no one knows if they're going to, and there is very good reason to doubt they will. Well, I mean, their defensive line right now... I is top five, I think, in the NFL with Jason Hargrave. They always have Fletcher Cox. They have Brandon Graham. They have Derek Barnett. And they also have Josh Sweat, who's can be a good rotational pass rusher. So their defensive line is very good. And with Slay and Jalen Mills, who's decent, developing. Sidney Jones, a corner, he's developing, has been struggling with injuries. So if they're healthy, I definitely think they are, can be better than the Cowboys. Again, though, you dodged a question a little bit, and we'll say this and move on. But the biggest question for the Eagles is their health. I think they're going to get hurt again. Tristan thinks he'll have some more luck. We'll have to wait and find out. But moving on, we now turn to America's team. The Dallas Cowboys have finally moved on from the ginger menace, the clapping fiend, Jason Garrett, replacing him with longtime Packers coach Mike McCarthy. This was by far their biggest move of the offseason. With Garrett gone, this team can finally let loose. The Cowboys had the most effective offense last year in terms of yards, but struggled to get it in the end zone. That's because Jason Garrett was a conservative man who'd run the ball in third down, who wouldn't take risk, who'd kick field goals. When you've got one of the best quarterback running back duos in the NFL, you don't settle for three when you get in the red zone. You put it in the end zone. And Mike McCarthy is going to do that. Pair that with some meaningful additions to their defense, and this division is the Cowboys to lose. Their out-of-division schedule, a little bit rough. 
But I think the Cowboys will go 11-5 and five and secure themselves the fourth seed in the NFC. It hurts me anytime I need to say anything positive about the Cowboys. As you all know, I'm a big Giants fan, and yes, I do hate the Cowboys. But I will think they will be able to make the playoffs this year as a wild card. And to the people that are always saying the Cowboys offense is so good, my friend who's a Cowboys fan is constantly sending me statistics about how Dak Prescott was a god last year from Pro Football Focus. And we all know about Pro Football Focus and their antics. But... Four of their games last year came against the Giants and Redskins. Another two came against the Lions and Dolphins. And they had the sixth best scoring offense. 50% of those points came in these six games. It's because they played bad teams last year that their record was anywhere near good. When they play good teams, they lose. So now I do like the addition of Mike McCarthy. I do like them drafting CeeDee Lamb. And I do like them signing Everson Griffin. I just think at the end of the day, their ability to beat other good teams in the NFL it just isn't there. The back end of their secondary isn't very good with the losing Byron Jones. Yes, Cheeto Awuzie, I hope I pronounced that right, is developing into a decent corner. But right now, I have them finishing the season with a record of 9-7. and seven. So what you're saying is, when they play bad teams, such as the uh, Redskins, or formerly Redskins, the Cowboys, the Falcons... And all those other teams which aren't good, they're going to put up big numbers and win those games. They get to play bad teams every year. That's how the NFL works. And I think this is greatly overhyped. You're looking at some cities saying, oh, they scored 50% of their points in six games. Not that big a deal. The Cowboys are going to be good. I don't think they're going to be playoff contenders. I don't think they're there just yet with how good the top dogs in the NFC are. But the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East by far. Well, you said, I mean, you basically said they're playoff contenders because they're winning their division. Were the Eagles playoff contenders last year at 9-7? and seven? I mean, they, they did okay. Yeah, yeah, they weren't playoff contenders. <laughs> You won't admit it. But winning the NFC East does not make you a playoff contender. That is a sorry division full of sorry teams. And it's a question, who is the least sorry? And this year, it's going to be America's team. But speaking of sorry teams, with the New York Giants, I found myself asking one simple question. What has changed? They've gotten slightly better on defense with the addition of guys like Blake Martinez and Logan Ryan. But their offensive line is still a serious question mark. You cannot patch an offensive line which is completely dysfunctional with two rookie offensive tackles. That's not going to work in the NFL. Pair that with having to face the Eagles and the Cowboys twice and some really meaningful teams out of their division, and I just don't see things going well for old Dan Pennies in his second year in the league. He has some potential, a meaningful amount of minimal potential, but it's not <laughs> going to matter potential. too much. <laughs> They will improve to a record of 5-11, and 11, one win better than last year. A meaningful in amount of In five years, you'll potential. be in the playoffs <laughs> if you just play the long game. Now, I know Isaiah's going to attempt to cackle at me, and Giants haters are going to say that the Giants aren't going to win a game. I've heard people say they don't think the Giants are going to win a game. But Danny Dimes and the rest of the Giants aren't going to completely suck this year. They went 4-12 and 12 last year, yes. But they had unimpressive Pat Shermer at coach and an overall weak roster that was hampered by injury at different points in the season. They missed Saquon for four games. And losing Nate Shoulder to an opt-out is probably addition by subtraction at this point because he's been the worst, one of the worst signings to big money in NFL history. Yes, I was wrong, whatever that was, a year and a half ago, two years ago. But in general, they, ha- they also haven't lost any pieces that were positives last year. They there weren't re- any pieces which were positives last year. They re-signed Marcus Golden, who was a sole bright spot on their defense. 
On four, uh, they added Logan Ryan, who's much better than anything they've had on corner the past few years. They added James Bradbury, who's much better than anything they've had in corner the past few years. They added Blake Martinez, who an inside linebacker will hopefully be a breath of fresh air. They've never had good inside linebackers the last six to seven years. Unfortunately, their second round pick, Xavier McKinney, is out for 11 to 12 weeks. May miss the entirety of the season, especially depending on how they're what the record's looking like near the tail end. But I think Andrew Thomas, Matt Pert, it can only be improvements at this point. Nothing can be that much worse than what the Giants have had at tackle. Their tackles have been pretty awful. They're good at they're good at guard with Hernandez and Zeitler. So I have the Giants going seven and nine this year. Nothing spectacular, but much better than a lot of people are expecting. Well, yet again, I will praise the Giants. They made a great sixteenth overall pick in Andrew Thomas. It's just a shame they was picked fourth overall. But seven and nine, five and eleven. Not that different. No one who's saying they're not going to win a game is serious because the Redskins are in their division. The Redskins are god-awful. Or should I say the Washington football team is god-awful. Finally, we come to a 3-13 and team, which somehow got worse. Trent Williams has officially packed his bags. He's gone. He's never coming back. They cut their best offensive player in Adrian Peterson a week before the season started. The only good things that are going to happen to them this year is Chase Young is going to have an amazing rookie campaign and Ron Rivera is going to beat cancer. Other than that, it is going to be a terrible, terrible season for the Washington football team. I expect them to go 2-14 and 14 and be a complete dumpster fire until they get some real pieces in there and their new GM and president get a nice few years to build their team. Until then, for the love of God, someone rescue Dwayne Haskins. He doesn't deserve this. It isn't that often that me and Isaiah are in agreement, but I am, I think almost everyone's in agreement here on the Washington football team. You have to feel for Washington football team fans. Week in and week out, their front office is dealing with scandals. Dwayne Haskins played well at the end of last year, and I think there is possible improvement for him this year. Chase Young is arriving on defense, best defensive player in the draft last year, but that isn't going to fix anything in the grand scheme of things. Worst offense in the NFL last year, haven't made many additions to fix this, and I have them doing just as bad as they did last year with a 3-13 and record. But hail to the Deadskins. Very fitting that last year, the final year of existence for them, was a complete travesty of a year. But got him Chase Young, so hey, what are you going to do? That has been our thoughts on the NFC East. Let us know what you think down in the comment section below. Tune in to watch some of our other videos on record predictions for various other teams in the NFC and AFC, and we will see you later.